Welcome to the first Pond's Beeps! Uh, I'm I'm Chase Pond, uh, and, and Lisa's over there not... Uh, I'd, I'd, now, this was going to be something that I was going to do for uh, really creative and really... Uh, I mean, not just really creative, just really awesome friends of mine. I was going to just uh, interview them and, you know, just talk about their talent, just spotlight each of them. I was going to start that at Alcon, uh, but of course Alcon was canceled, and uh, so are so many other events, uh, possibly for the whole summer as well. I don't know how long this virus is going to be, but I'm when I when I look at people getting excited for Fan Expo on June, I just have a feeling that it's it's still going to the virus it's still going to be dangerous out there by the time that happens. Well, and even. Even if, say, things start to slow down and people start getting cured and, um, you know, the virus just kind of, you know, diminishes or whatever, um, we just don't know even when conventions decide to have their events if people are even going to show up. That's that's the uncertainty, too. I mean, like right now, um, I was supposed to have conventions starting like this week this weekend, um, and every event has been canceled, um, or postponed, uh, I don't have another show until we're looking at, like, May 9th and 10th, um, that's my first show, technically, but, um, as the days are going on and things are progressing, more shows are postponing, so I'm running into, say, like, Fan Expo, uh, because they move their date, um, it ends up on the same weekend as Greater Austin Comic Con, which is a show I've been wanting to do for a few years now. Um, they're in their third year, and so it ends up on the same weekend. But right now, I'm lucky. I have a friend of mine who, who goes with me to shows. Um, she's offering to run a booth for me at Fan Expo so I can go do the other one. Uh, so it, uh, there might be a few shows like that. If we have any conventions this summer, that might happen, but... Or they're all going to get delayed until some of them are getting pushed out now till the fall. Um, so luckily, like um, Hill Country Comic Con, that was supposed to be April fourth and fifth. Uh, I was going to do that. It's they're in their second year, um, but they got they pushed it till November twenty eighth and 29th, which happens to be Thanksgiving weekend. Um, I'm going to give it a shot, um, and hopefully things are good by then, and um, we'll see how it goes. But. You know, it's it's not great for us artists right now. Um, I am very blessed that I do have a job still um, that needs me, uh, that, um, you know, my hours currently aren't getting cut. But, you know, things are moving so rapidly. You know, I just got back um, from vacation last Thursday, and things were, you know, progressively getting a little bit worse. But... Um, right now like our business because my day job I work at a private practice and um I do like their insurance and stuff right now and um we have uh providers that are transferring or you know offering telehealth now so this is like new territory for us so my boss is like yeah yeah we still need you I'm like oh thank you (laughs) um because my other income from my art business is um not doing really great right now I mean um I also haven't had a lot a lot of time to really push stuff um online um the good thing uh, the positive thing I'm finding about this whole um you know people kind of self-quarantining and stuff like that is um we're not really having many places to go to right now so it's keeping me home and um, I am a very social person when I'm at conventions and I'm at work, but when I'm home, I am full on introvert. And for me, I'm like, this is an introvert's dream because you don't have to go anywhere. And it allows me to uh, be creative and create more product for my fans and um, maybe other people who are, you know, might be looking ahead and maybe want to purchase some things in the future. So it's it's allowing me more time to be creative, and I love that. So because um, otherwise, I'm just always on the go go. Um, I've already done I think seven conventions since the beginning of the year so far, and I'm glad I did because now everything's kind of on a halt right now. So yeah. Uh, my, my cat, which, oh my gosh, she just snuck up on, but, so I started this interview, oh gee, okay, all right, all right, 
All right. That's okay. I mean, don't be surprised if my little dog Mocha just hops up in my lap. No, <laughs> she, no. She keeps pacing. She keeps coming in out of the room to see what I'm doing. Yeah, but like I was, so I I was about to start this interview, but uh, my my cat was bothering my parents downstairs, so I had to go downstairs and pick up my cat and trap her in this room for a bit. And now she's beyond the door, like I want to go downstairs. I'm hungry. I know. I can't make up my mind. And then she just jumps up behind me. Now she's on the bed here. Uh, I hope she's calmed down. As I'm watching her approach me, or not. Okay, so, uh, yeah, so I got my cat, and we, we both got the pets in here, and they're either going to be a distraction or they aren't. Um, That's fine, I'm, I won't, I'll try not to be distracted. <laughs> no, no, it, it's alright, no, Hoops is, Hoops is, uh, Hoops definitely, you definitely want attention, don't you, Hoops? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay. So, um, what I was going to say, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you look like you're worn out and usually every time I hang out with you, you're kind of really happy. You're, uh, just very, you're very, yeah. uh, graceful. And now you just look like you're, you've been beaten down, uh, like you're just ready to give up. Well, I'm, I'm okay. I also don't have any makeup on, um, you know. Well, no, it's not that, but like, just the way you start, you, you you're just you're very happy like uh hi chase and now uh you just look like you're really tired uh well i think right now there's just a lot of anxiety and i'm probably not the only one um, no i I do have i tend to be um kind of go 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 you know kind of high strung and you know kind of i always lay out a plan for myself and right now there's no plan because things are canceled or things that I might need I can't really order right now or if I do they're not going to be here for another two weeks so I'm kind of at this standstill and um like yesterday I at least was kind of productive I um you know made a box for like my fan expo stuff since I'm going to have like two shows that same weekend and like planning for what I need to put aside because this is the time for me to just kind of work and um uh, we also did just get back from the grocery store, so that was an experience. Because um, there's not, um, I mean, there's still food left, but certain items that we do buy um, every week, I mean, we can't really find anything. So we had to just kind of improvise our meals for this week. And, um, you know, that. Let, let me. Okay, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, like, certain needs that we have. Like, we were very lucky we got back from vacation and we actually had some toilet paper. But now every time I've gone to the store, there's none. So uh, we've had to resort a little, you know, with, like, napkins and baby wipes because that's all that's, like, left. And, uh, you know, it's not it's not fun for anybody when, you know, you're having to put yourself out in the store because you can't really order anything and then you know because even grocery pickups um right now i wouldn't be able to pick up anything from kroger for like another three days so i'm like okay we need some stuff but um i think it's just all this uncertainty you know i don't necessarily feel like myself right now and i'm sure a lot of people are in the same boat um because they're kind of worried you know whether they're going to be able to keep their job this next week or um you know, pay their bills and, or even be able to get the food that they need to feed their family. And, um, you know, we just kind of bought what we, what we could, um, and hopefully it lasts. And I, you know, we don't know if maybe in a few days that we might be in like a mandatory lockdown, you know, you're looking at cities like, or states like Illinois and New York, they're kind of going through that. So in Texas could be next. We don't know. Uh, so, I mean, the first thing I want to address regarding food, um, there are grocery stores, and I'll say one is Whole Foods, and, uh, I went there once with a great friend of mine, and it's a great store, but also on Amazon, they allow you to, uh, order food, and it basically comes to you, uh, instead of you having to go, uh, pick up, 
Uh, which the, in Amazon they suspended all uh, non-essential goods, but that does so that's not food or uh, you know medicine or anything. So if you want to get you want to get food from Whole Foods, uh, assuming that hasn't been. I mean, I'm no, there, yeah. there isn't there isn't a Whole Foods near me. So uh, you know, I like I I know um, like we did okay at Kroger. It's just we couldn't get like stuff like ground beef we or regular chicken like we went and got like frozen fajita chicken because that's you know that's the only thing we had and um you know um but certain stores like whole foods or even heb we don't have uh near me i'm in fort worth well, i'm in northern fort worth so that that's but that's the uh, thing is with the amazon delivery it's not again you don't have to go to whole foods it basically uh the nearest whole foods it'll come to you uh, if that, oh, I mean, I've been no, I haven't, I haven't actually investigated further on the on the food section of Amazon, but I do know is that, uh, despite that, you can't say, um, uh, what what you can't get a physical copy of uh, Animal Crossing: uh, New Horizons. Instead, you got to get that digitally. But if you wanted to say you want ground beef, then. If there's, I mean, I wouldn't have to check on Amazon to see, but if you go to Whole Foods and you look for ground beef and it's there, then just order and it will come to you. So, and I'm not saying that I I don't, I mean, yeah, going on the grocery store, that's the other thing, but it just the fact that it is, uh, where it is kind of an uncertainty of whether or not that grocery store is just full of, because you, you really don't know what's... That's why, like, I don't really want to go outside. Because I don't know what areas have... Uh, or just infected with uh, COVID-19 and what it aren't. Well, um, and frankly, there hasn't... Because there hasn't been enough testing kits, there's people who are infected who just might not know. Like, I mean, a friend of mine, um, one of my... One of my coworkers just told me that um, her friend's office in Fort Worth, um, it's like an oil and gas company or whatever. There's 12 employees, and someone went and traveled over spring break and came back and infected the whole office. And one of the people who didn't even have symptoms tested positive because, you know, just being around everybody, and then they had to work. So it's kind of scary because I'm sure there's tons of cases out there that haven't been reported, and... You know, and you know it could be more in your area than you actually know, and so it is best to stay home if you can. Uh, you know, really, that's the only thing we're leaving the house for is maybe groceries, but and then we we have to go to work. Um, and until maybe something might change with my job, that hopefully my boss will say, okay, you can work at home. Um, but I don't know. There's there's all this uncertainty. Well, and, and th- there's the other thing, because uh, a friend of mine, uh, she was a very, uh, I mean, it's it's uh, someone we both know, but she's just a really amazing person, uh, and, mm-hmm. and so are you, but um, uh, she was in huge panic and uh, like just couldn't cope with herself because uh, the fact that she's had some health uh, problems before, so she thought... Uh, the virus that she was gonna eventually get infected no matter what, but I have to kind of reassure that there is a rule set to the uh, COVID nineteen. As much as as contagious as it is, it isn't this so much as that. Uh, you know, the entire air is basically uh, infected with coronavirus. It's just basically it's. If someone were to cough at a grocery store, that cough would just be like a ball of, uh, just a ball of, um, infected air, and it just would stay there. It wouldn't go, it wouldn't just, like, travel around and be everywhere. It would just stay there for, like, 30 minutes to three hours, but, yeah, if you're staying at your home, then I don't, I I don't know, I don't think the, the, the virus is gonna just find its way to come right inside of your house uh yeah and that's that's the the one positive thing at least with this virus that it's not so airborne where like you can't go out at all 
like at least you can go in your backyard or you can take your dog for a walk or you can still go out and exercise just like stay clear of people don't touch anything um you know it and it's just trying to keep yourself busy while you're home i mean i'm so lucky that since i do have this art business that I love so much that I'm just able to make new stock and create new things so it's it's kind of giving me a much needed break that would have been fine um it's just it, it hurts the finances just as it is for everybody right now but um I'm enjoying being at home more just because you know I can catch up on tv shows and you know I guess I kind of like being around my husband <laughs> yeah well I mean you should because you're married children yeah so. <laughs> well, um, oh, that would that would actually it'd suck if you were to have children at this time. Uh, I heard something oh, where there's yeah, yeah. or what? Yeah, there there were there's so I many or what? Go ahead, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say I mean I mean I agree because I mean I coworkers um, friends right now who have children you know their kids are stuck home from school they have to absorb online school or not have any for the rest of the year and those parents are dealing with you know having to having to you know if they can't stay home how do they have child care and have, it's a it's a it's a big mess I feel really um, I sympathize for those parents I really do because they're they're trying to figure out what to do for their kids for the, you know, at least the rest of the year of school, because it might be closed until April for now, but I mean, there's, what, just a couple more months left of school in the school year, so I um, I really feel for those parents. Yeah. And I know we went, like, almost 17 minutes now, and, like, people listening to this who have, don't even know who the heck you are, they're like, okay, that's great, but what is Songbird Pixel? Like, okay, yeah, the coronavirus, I know that, but what, who the heck is this woman? Uh, so, okay. uh, so, yeah. Um, I am the artist, <laughs> now that we've had our long conversation, um, I am the artist and creator of Songbird Pixel Art. Here's, here's my, my little card. It might be a little, little hard to focus and see, but uh, anyway, so. Yeah, yeah, it looks like it's uh, censored, like it's something pornographic. Did it, did it <laughs> no, like it's blurted it's out blurred. like it, it's something that's too inappropriate. <laughs> like, I can't even see the card. Yeah. Yeah, well, okay. Well, I can, I can give you my information to share with everyone. But um, I run Songbird Pixel Art. Um, it's a business um, that uh, I've been running for about seven years now. Um, I... When, okay, so kind of like the start of it, um, I was in grad school at the time. I was going to school for music. Um, I'm a singer, so hence Songbird. Um, and uh, while I was in school my last year, um, I had went to a Comic-Con uh, in New Orleans. And, um, and besides music, I also, um, like in high school and middle school and stuff like that, I used to draw and I even took some college classes as well. And but art was kind of always on the, the back burner because I was pursuing music. Well, um, when I went to this Comic Con, I was completely floored by all of the artwork that I saw in Artist Alley. I was like, this this is so amazing and inspiring, and I loved everything I saw. So. Um, I love retro gaming. Um, you know, I was born in the 80s, and our first console was a Nintendo. And oh, um, playing like retro games. And so I got started getting into pixel art, and I started with perler beads, um, like most do. Um, and at the beginning, I was kind of like following patterns online, and you know, um, kind of just copying what was out there. But um, I started to create a lot of my own pixel designs. Um, I sketch out all my designs I have now and then I pixelate them. And um, so I was doing all that in Perler Beads for a while, but um, Perler Beads now, they're, they've um, become a hobby for everyone to do. Um, and more and more people are just kind of copying what's online. And so I want to kind of stand out and be a, a pixel artist, not just like a 
perler pixel copier so um in uh so that was kind of what i did in the first couple years and then um after that i transitioned over into putting my pixel art into other items such as like buttons and stickers and um like one item i have here um that i've been kind of transitioning and doing for the last six um, months is i've been making like ooh, there we go i've been making like little wood standees um, this was a design I had drawn out and pixelated. It's little Arcanine from, uh, it's Pokemon. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I've been finding other ways for me to make my designs and not have to craft everything out of beads because it becomes very tiresome. Um, and with the amount of shows I was doing, I was doing between 10 to 14 a year and it was, it was very stressful and it's very taxing on the body because you're constantly like hunched over, you know, placing every little bead at the same time. So now I've found other mediums into uh, creating my own pixel art. And um, and from me doing it this way, more digital and um, into like a wood stand or even like um, here, I have like one of my coasters, my baby Yoda. Um, these are things that I can do now where I can add as much detail and colors and shading to the pixel art and I don't have to use beads to create them now. Um, and it's something I really, really love doing. Um, and, um, you know, always looking for new ideas to create. So like, uh, for, for someone who wants to purchase, like what is the, what, what are some of your, uh, most, what are what are some items that people tend to buy the most uh, on your long um, yeah? Well, um, I would say a lot of my Pokemon stands um, sell pretty well, and then um, the coasters are pretty new. I started doing those back in like December, and so um, this convention season was my first year to really like show this new product. Um, because I've transitioned from the bead, the bead sprites, and so far they've been doing okay. I mean, I would say Baby Yoda has been my most um, popular right now, but so has um, my Ruby characters and my Hero Academia. Um, I love doing a lot of um, characters from anime uh, shows, um, just because I'm a big old nerd. <laughs> and so if I really like something, I usually make it into product because I like it so much. Um, but I even have... Um, so Animal Crossing, since it, you know, just came out, um, I have sketched some of the characters in, like, their older outfits from, like, the other games or whatever, but um, I'm going to be changing their outfits up. But this is kind of what I have. Ooh, I don't know. That's censored, kind of too. Skype yeah, thinks you're so just making know. some random DeviantArt stuff that's for, like, adults only. Well, well it's kind of coming in and out. I don't know. But then um, what I've been working on the last couple days um, is Labyrinth characters. So, oh, I hate it. Yeah, that's also... Skype really wants to... Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Okay, so if you, if you go to my Facebook page, Songbird Pixel Art, or um, uh, I don't know if I put them on my Instagram yet. I put them in my story because um, I don't like to share my sketches online so much, um, not until I've had the the finished products but um you can join my vip group um i have this for for people who might not um be able to catch everything on my facebook page or my instagram it's um i usually run like polls and um i'll give people like first first looks at like my new projects and stuff so um on facebook there's a group called songbird vip and you can join that and um I tend to post quite a bit in there because um, I like to get people's insight on, you know, like, here's what I'm working on. What do you think I could change? You know, what other characters would you like to see or, or whatnot? And then um, I do have my Facebook um, main page, which is Songbird Pixel Art. And then um, you can find me on Instagram with that handle. And then my actual website is uh, songbirdpixelart.com. Um I do have an Etsy, but it's not very active very much anymore. So um, my website is the best place to, to find me. And why is that with Etsy? Because uh, Etsy, uh, they keep raising their fees more and more. 
and uh, you know I have to renew listings every six months and sometimes I'm like oh well six months has gone by and I haven't even gotten a sale or you know it might be one sale here and there and um, when I first started my business I was using Etsy quite a bit um, but sales have kind of um, have just gotten slower on Etsy for me and I don't think it's worth it as much so I rather have complete control over my business and I have my own website now and I have as many listings as I want I think I have about 370 products listed so far on my website oh wow and that gets yeah. really on Etsy to have that many listings so I at least have complete control and then um, you know everything just goes through me yeah, how are this, uh, so how do you uh, find like the right pricing for uh, your items uh, so that, um, yeah. It's kind of research. I mean, I, I refer to groups like um, Artist Alley International um, or some other vendor groups. Sometimes I try to get an idea or I'll run it by my customers and uh, fans in my VIP group to be like, okay, you know, what do you think a good pricing point is? Um, or, and I also take into the account, you know, like, am I making everything at home? Is it me who's making all the product or, um, you know, how long does it take for me to assemble this or whatnot? And then, um, and then I test it out and I've been able to, um, like with my wood stands and posters, um, I've changed the pricing a little bit since I've started them just because I'm like, oh, did I price them too high? Maybe they're too low, but I've gotten a lot of good feedback and I just base it off that. And, um, you know, so far with, with my product I have right now, I think it's priced okay. You know, I have items that range from a dollar all the way to $20. Um, I try to have like a good variety because when I'm at shows, I tend to get a lot of kids that might only have $5 left. So I'm like, why don't you look at the buttons? They're only a dollar. And so, you know, they might buy five of those or something. Or, um, you know, when you have too many items that might be higher priced, it might be outside of people's budget. So, but I still want them to have my art anyway. So I offer, you know, some that are just a little bit lower priced. Now, uh, for those who, even with all that's going on, they still want to, uh, or just now, which that would be something if like just now you decide, you know what, I'm going to start a small business uh, while all this is going on. But, uh, so how much does, uh, how much does Songbird Pixel make up for profit compared to your real or your uh not your re i wouldn't say i don't want to use the word real job i mean like no, my day yeah job. your day job uh um, it can depend um it depends on how many shows i might be doing that particular month um you know my day job is steady income uh you know that you know i have a paycheck every week or every two weeks but then the shows like if I only maybe do one convention a month and that's all the money I brought in from that and so sometimes it can help supplement you know extra money that we might need for like bills or whatever um, and sometimes it's extra money depending on the show if it's a really good show then great then I have some money to pay myself and then um, to also replenish stock because there's a lot of money that goes into just the overhead of you know reordering stock every month or whatever I might need and so on top of hotel expenses um, show, uh, convention table fees that's a lot of money too um, and sometimes these shows they want all your you know they want tables to be paid like all at the same time like around that happens a lot in November and December so it it can, it can be tough but um, you know if someone's an artist out there and it's something they really want to get into, I totally encourage it. It's just, you need to kind of budget for yourself, you know, what you need to make your displays or to buy your table at the show. And I, I would say if you're going to kind of get started in this, don't start at a convention that's, you know, say on the level of like Fan Expo, because that's a really big show and it's really expensive. But if you could find something that might be local, like a local event your library is doing or, um, some sort of art market or something like that. But tables might not be as expensive, but it could be some place where you can get started and to get your art out there. 
Well, now that brings us to pretty much the new challenge for all the small businesses. And that, again, as we start, and that's with uh, uh, the coronavirus kind of going in and disrupting the convention scene uh, quite a bit. In fact, I am, I mean, I, for all the people who are saying like, you know what, this is going to be done by May or April, I wanted to. I'm totally on board with that, but I just have this feeling that you know, by by May and June, it's still not going to be safe to go out. And that's where I'm looking at the conventions that are still playing on, uh, happening at May and June. And I just feel like they're going to be pushed back, uh, maybe even July. Uh, like, and, yeah. And it might be. We just kind of don't know unless this thing gets contained. And um, for now, it's going to kind of hurt all of us in the convention scene. Um, who really rely on those shows to um, pay our bills. And right now it's just, we're kind of just at a standstill. And so I encourage um, all those who do have art businesses, and I've seen people been doing it online, you know, post as much as possible your online business and uh, your new product, you know, since you have this time to maybe create a new product and um, rather than go out and do a show since they've all been postponed or canceled, um, you know, just try to put as much online and maybe, um, people out there will help the smaller businesses that, um, that do need help, um, and see where we go from there. It's just whether, you know, it's a few weeks and we're okay or whether it's a couple of months, I, we don't know. Yeah, I mean, we we really don't know. You can't, like, say that you know when this is going to end because that's actually kind of a... I know people want to kind of be optimistic and positive, but that mindset might actually hurt you if your expectations aren't met and this is still going. And then that would, what happens is you'll just increase panic. Well, uh, yeah, so. yeah, I mean... I already have told myself, you know, my next show that I do, um, if things, if shows are still happening and, um, you know, things maybe have calmed down by then, just know sales still might not be as good because people are hurting these, you know, these next couple of months for money and they're not going to have that extra income that they would have had, you know, that $200 they might have put away, you know, for their photo op or, or whatever, or, you know, art they wanted to pick up an artist alley they just might not have it anymore because they're trying to feed their families so so then that brings kind of the question of what could be the alternative now they conventions are not just conventions but pretty much any sort of public event where you could go somewhere and sell your stuff now that's not an option so what do you do i mean you you mentioned posting things on facebook but uh and the there are uh, other businesses out there that are actually going in and they're trying to help smaller businesses. And th- this is where I give like mad credit to uh, DreamHack Dallas and uh, Anime Fest. Like those are those are probably my two favorite conventions, or if not at least uh, some of them. And one of the things that Anime Fest is doing that's really awesome is that not only are they uh, like they're monitoring the situation uh, cautiously monitoring it uh, very closely they're also going in and yeah. saying hey you want tell us a a small bit give us your small business we're gonna share it to all of our followers and right. I think it is just really amazing I mean I, I now I mean I hear really great things about anime fest I love going to anime fest so I I don't I don't think there's anything like that or uh, bad has said about it but uh i mean yeah they they really are great for what they're doing uh and dreamhack dreamhack took this because there were two there were two conventions in march they were still like you want screw this virus we're gonna keep partying uh but dreamhack was like no we're gonna look at this okay so it might not be safe to do it in may so we're gonna postpone it and while we're doing that we're gonna set up a charity to try to help people stay at home and get them motivated also raising money yeah. to hope to fight this uh, uh, coronavirus. And I, what those conventions are doing is, while they're, they are a business, yes, they are kind of thinking about the communities. And same with this. So, uh, But if, it's, say, those options weren't available, and say, 
Facebook might not be enough. Like, what other things could could a small business owner do uh, to help their business uh, grow, or at least just stay substantial online? Well, um, I mean, just post wherever it's possible, you know, whether it's Instagram or Facebook. Um, there is, um, I know online on Facebook, I have seen some groups that have formed or even like virtual conventions. Like there's one called CouchCon. Um, and it's like a way for people to still offer to do panels, I think like via Skype or Zoom. And then also, um, then all the business owners will, or artists, then they can like post their shop links and then people can just, you know, go through and maybe, maybe purchase something from those artists. But as of right now, I think social media is the only way to really help your small business right now because you can't really go anywhere in person. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, I mean, I, I was, I'm only, now luckily I can do my podcast uh, online and uh, still keep that going, but I had to change my schedule three times because, the, well, the first time, all the movies that were uh, coming out, uh, March and April, all of them get pushed back, now they are starting the straight to VOD thing, uh, so that will that also changed had me change my uh, schedule of like a second or third time. Uh, the other one was that I have two other interviews coming. I have to schedule those, but yeah, I mean, I could adapt to this, and also it's not really my paid job, uh, unfortunately, but. And then, then again, my paid job was Starbucks, and now I'm, now I'm out of a job, or at least for now. Uh, I don't know if that Starbucks is going to be able to be subst- or substantial to open itself back up uh, by the time this is over. So that's the thing is I don't know how many of these small businesses, how many of these other uh, businesses are going to really be able to keep going once this is over uh if this goes for long so i i don't know i mean i don't think anyone is benefiting from this virus at all um even even like political leaders because this is hurting their stock market so i don't i don't think anyone is wanting to stall this thing so um Yeah. yeah but i mean yeah, so I, I I talked about uh a bit about uh is is there anything else you would like to say about your uh business as uh now you mentioned a lot about uh what you do as far as selling uh the pixel art and you've mentioned the different mm-hmm. types of pixel art you uh, uh or you bring up. But then you briefly mm-hmm. mentioned you're also a singer. Uh is mm-hmm. that a big part of your uh career or um like where does that come in? Um, well, not as much anymore. Um, I studied music um, in college and in grad school. Um, I studied vocal performance. So um, I'm actually an opera singer. <laughs> um, and I do musical theater as well. Um, but I would say um, I really haven't sung like in a professional setting in a few years, just because, um, since I've put so much energy into my art business and going to conventions, it's harder. It makes it, it makes it just more difficult to audition for shows or, um, any kind of production because that requires rehearsal time. It requires you to give up some of your weekends. And so it makes it more difficult, but, um, you know, I, I like to karaoke when I can, you know, that's kind of limiting it, um, to my limit right now, just because I just don't have as much time to dedicate to like a live production. Um, you could team up with um, tech force. So, you know, he's not doing (laughs) anything either. So there there you go. We have, we have talked about that. So that could be, that could be an option. Um, but, um, but right now, I mean, my, my driving force is my business and, uh, you know, but if anybody wants to hire a singer, I can do that too. <laughs> yeah. <So. laughs> well, um, but I, yeah, I, I like when you were talking about singing, that's when my cat came back up and she's like, well, I gotta listen to this. 
<laughs> yeah, no, she was but she was behind me and she was just staring at you like, oh, what is she talking about singing? Now I'm really into that. Of course, now she doesn't care anymore. But uh, anyway, yeah. and yeah, so uh, but what what is your? I mean, what is your? You talked about a lot of challenges, a lot of negatives, but I uh, mean, some positives. But I think uh, what is. Uh, What's your favorite thing about this song uh, bird uh, business you create or you made? Um, I think it's because I'm able to go to these conventions and meet people who are just like me, that they love the same things that I do. I mean, look at us. Like, we became friends because of it. And, um, you know, you end up talking with people about stuff, about, you know, shows or books or um, movies that you're just as much into as they are. And so, and then I, you know, I like to get to know my audience. And so that's one thing I really, really do like about the conventions is, um, the social interaction. Um, and you know, and then people, when they, when they buy your art, it's a really, really good feeling. Cause you're like, Oh, it's something I created. Somebody wanted it, you know? Yeah, man, I just feel bad for you. Cause I look at you, you're just, it, I, I remember all the times we hang out you're just so cheerful and now you're I mean you, you're happy but at the same time you're just, you just I, I don't I mean I hope things I'm not, yeah. I'm not as perky as I normally am I will tell you that like exactly what you're saying like normally I'm like hey how are you you know but um, I'm just kind of full right now I think just with all the, the stuff going on um and just kind of trying to take it one day at a time, kind of like everybody else, because um, who knows, tomorrow could change. Everything changes day to day, and, you know, we're, you know, keeping our eye on the news and um, kind of preparing for the worst just in case, you know, if we do end up getting stuck in our homes, that's kind of what we're trying to prepare for. But um, but there, there's just a lot of things in motion right now, and... Uh, you know, I wish I could be a little bit more happy, but I also, this is like my rest day. <laughs> so, uh, I'm just kind of chilling. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cause this is like yeah. starting to turn out to be like a commercial for Prozac. Uh, but it's, okay. All right. No, okay. No, no. uh, I, and that that's something that people keep bringing up uh, preparing for the worst the worst that's yet to come i i don't think this is gonna be the end i think there this virus will end and there will be an aftermath like the, the that's where like one, one of my uh friends was like really scared like that uh no matter what she's gonna get infected eventually i'm like no th- this the mo- even though there are still s- stupid people out there partying, I mean, there's the the people in Florida, and I bet if if a business is still open, there's going to be that group of people that are still going to be defiant, and they're going to keep this virus going for a little longer. But I do think this is going well, to end. That's, that's the problem. Uh, because I I think even. And even even Donald Trump, like he will want this to end because that will that will boost his ego a lot. So I don't think as not a single person is wanting this to keep going. Uh, so I I'm yeah uh, yeah you, I I don't it's, yeah it is what it is right now. I mean um, I think everybody just wants to kind of try to stay afloat. And, um, you know, everybody wants to go back to their normal routine and, um, maybe it just won't be for a little little while. And hopefully, hopefully if people start listening that, you know, don't go out to places that really aren't necessary, you know, and just stay home, this might help, um, stop it spreading even more. But I mean, I understand that, um, we, I mean, I've talked to other people who are very anxious about like, they feel like, well, we're just going to end up getting it anyways. And. I hope not. I don't want to put my body through that um, and, you know, and possibly give it to somebody else. So. I, I don't, I don't think it will. Cause I've, I've had to take a, I've had to watch a lot into, cause when, when I first heard about the coronavirus, I didn't, 
No, I I always took things seriously. I didn't. I never blew, blew it off like it was it was nothing. But there was that thought of me of the, like the news talking about all these uh, terrible things going on, and then I read articles about like people being recovered and uh, or not getting uh, sick and uh, getting in or walking through areas of uh, the uh, hot zones and not getting sick and all these all these positive stories that like the uh, broadcast media isn't covering and I just for a moment I thought well th- I mean th- this is I mean this probably is on that level of Ebola which is bad uh, dangerous in fact but there's still a good likelihood that you won't be able to get it but then uh, lo and behold, it, uh, it infected a lot of people, but that's because there were so many people who underestimated it, uh, and that's why it's infecting a lot of people, but at the same time, it's carried from person to person or surface to person. Uh, it's not something that is like virtually, it's just everywhere, because... I mean, everybody who's got the coronavirus, they started showing symptoms very quick. Even if it's immediately they, they're tested positive and uh, they, they currently don't have, or they don't have any symptoms, it will not take long for uh, the issues to kick in because there are people that I'm following on Facebook that actually have the virus or could potentially have the virus like they were right next to someone who was tested positive and then all of a sudden they they had trouble breathing uh so this 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 is a serious issue but i do think that it is there the apocalypse is not coming uh this is not the end of the world is going to continue and there are a lot of my friends who are thinking that this is the end uh, and that, that's where, when I hear preparing for the worst, I think if you're inside and you're doing your part, uh, and you're taking care of yourself, I don't think you specifically will have to uh, worry about it. Especially if you take in precaution the alternatives to going to the grocery stores, like, say, Whole Foods, or there's probably something else out there that I'm not thinking of, but... Uh, I mean, restaurants, they're even doing carryouts, uh, too. Like, so you don't even have to go inside anywhere. So, uh, I I mean, I don't know. I'm maybe, I'm maybe, I might be too optimistic and it might go to the worst, but I have a feeling that this is going to conclude. Now, there will be an aftermath where the economy is crap, but in the meantime, I, I'm still on that side that we're going to get through this. Yeah, no, we'll pull through it. I mean, just like we've pulled through any kind of um, crisis or disaster in the past, but it's just, um, it just might take us a while to, you know, get to where we want to be. But for those that might still be interested, um, if you do want to buy some art, you can find me on, uh, find my product on my website, which is songbirdpixelart.com. And then you can find me on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, I don't really use Twitter a whole lot, um, but you can see my new products and um, look at my stories. And um, I try to update my stories daily, um, whether it's with dog pictures or <laughs> what I'm currently working or on. Or TikTok. Um, uh, I don't have TikTok. I don't quite understand it. Is it kind of like Vine, I guess? I, I, I don't have like it Vine. either, but it's gotten so popular <laughs> that even business uh, individuals, they use TikTok to... Uh, explain their business plans so it's not just a thing that goofy but um, I mean I've even looked into maybe doing some streams on Twitch as well Um, you know but there are other avenues I have to explore I haven't um, I just haven't had time to do it just because I'm still um, balancing my my day job and then what I'm doing at home but um, you know let's just hope we can get through this and um no, we you know, will get through this. Stop that. Uh, but, yeah, and, and you know what? Um, the, the funny thing is, uh, while there's still people who are, uh, have been panicking over the coronavirus, uh, 
those numbers have reduced because Animal Crossing. So I have a feeling that there will be, that we will be fine. Because... I mean, I am looking forward to have a little bit more time to play my video games that kind of have just been sitting there. You know? Well, yeah, people who don't even play video games, like people I know who I least expect to be a gamer, they're, like, they're putting posting pictures on instagram of them like enjoying the heck out of animal crossing and they're they're the type of people who you would is you would say who would not even want to be inside for even a day or so Uh, so it's it is kind of interesting how this game has kind of prevented people from uh you know going outside and kind of the best time so um yeah so uh, yeah anyway we're we're getting yeah 50 minutes so we've talked quite a bit it's it's always uh it, i mean i i love you and uh, lisa you're just amazing i always adore uh hanging out with you and yeah i i appreciate you doing this for me and um you know i look forward to seeing you at the next show with um you know, I'm waiting to hear back from, from certain shows like Anime Fest, whether I get in or not. But, um, you know, we'll see. Maybe maybe I'll see you either, you know, towards the end of the summer or or whatnot. Yeah, but, I mean, still, I I hope you don't uh, lose yourself over this uh, and know that you'll be fine. Well, I mean, I'd, yeah, I'd... I'd I don't want to. I, I I don't want to be the person to expect the worst because I don't think that really helps anyone uh, when you do that. So. Well, I know what you mean. Yeah. Um. But anyway, we're we're gonna end it right here, and then Yuri told everyone where to find you, so I don't have to go through that. But um. Songbird Pixel Art. <laughs> yeah, Songbird Pixel Art. But anyway, uh, yeah, so thank you so much for coming on, and uh, I really hope that your week uh, is better than last, uh, knowing uh, what's going on, and hopefully you get some more sales uh, and all that. But I will, I will post your link uh, on the on the description of the SoundCloud upload. So if you guys can uh i mean if for some reason it uh you're still wondering what it is it will be in the description all of it so anyway uh i'll uh talk to you later all right